The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. All right, here we are on the Brothers on Law. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And thank you, uh, uh, Debbie, the Mortgage Mom. Another great show. We love coming after Debbie. Very informative. Hey, hey, Larry, um, I want to talk about something that we have to deal with every day in so many facets of our lives, and that is back pain. Yes, our Um, clients. We, of course, our clients and even ourselves. In fact, you've had back uh, issues. Do you remember the first time that you hurt your back? I think I mentioned this on an earlier show, but yes, I was working for a plant nursery and I was transporting some fertilizer in the back of a pickup truck. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You were working for a plant nursery? Yeah. How old are we talking about? I was probably 18. Oh, so 18 years old and you hurt your back. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. So what happened? You were lifting this... uh... No, no, it fell off the truck in the middle of traffic. And it was a heavy bag, and I ran out there because I didn't want to create a hazard for the other motorist. And I lifted it up so quickly, and it was like, Aah! oh wow! How about you, Rob? Well, you know, I've had back issues over the years, and I had to have surgery a couple of years ago, actually. And That's right. it, was, it was really a bad deal, man, because you know, uh, I remember when, you were in so much pain. Oh my man. God, I couldn't move, and you know, it's pretty common. You know, a lot of people have back pain, and. We're lucky enough to have with us today uh, a maestro of fixing back pain. Uh, he's, uh, his name is John Austria. He's uh, widely considered the top chiropractor in the San Fernando Valley and maybe all of L.A. And welcome to the show, John. Welcome, hey, thank you for having me. Thank you Dr. Having me. John. <laughs> Dr. John. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So uh, tell us about yourself a little bit. Um, we know you're a chiropractor, and, and what does that entail? Um, you know, basically what I do is I, I take care of people with bad backs. Yeah, um, which is a lot of people. Which is a lot of people. I mean, a, a lot of people do go through our office on a weekly basis. I mean, I think on a regular we see about 500 a week. Wow. At the most, we've done 800 a week. Um, 800 people in one office. How many hours do you work a day? Um, Long days are 14, short days are nine. Wow. Yeah. Do you ever sleep? Uh, Four (laughs) to five hours a day. And when you sleep, are you dreaming of people complaining about their backs? No, he's he's dreaming about fixing them. (laughs) Rob, when when I sleep, I don't dream, man. I'm, I'm I'm so tired, I don't even dream. Wow. Well, all the power to you, brother. Yeah. Um, so, so why why is it so common to have these you know back issues? Um, you know, I, I think the reason why it's so common, especially today, people just don't take care of themselves. Um, a lot of the times, you, you know, you look at people's jobs and what they do. It's, it's a lot of sitting. Sitting produces the wor- uh, the most back pressure. Um, because, really? Yeah, because of the fact that you don't have any pressure on your hips, you don't have any pressure on the knees. It's just all of the weight on on the back. Um, so 
it's just disc pressure all day long. So you've got guys who sit in front of a computer for 14 hours a day in front of, you know, just sitting there looking and they don't get up. And what ends up happening is they start to compress the disc and then suddenly they've got back back problems. So it's not necessarily even lifting. Yeah. It's just that sitting. That's that's what we see more often. That's crazy. So John, let's, prevent, let's talk a little bit about preventative. Well, wait care. a minute, wait a minute. We're jumping the gun. We're jumping the gun. No. Well, He's think, talking about a disc. Maybe not everyone understands the anatomy. Well, okay. okay. But I do want the audience to know about how to prevent back pain. He's going to get there. We have a whole half pain. hour on this show. All right, John. All right. John, tell us a this little bit. This is what about, I have to deal with yeah. on a daily basis. Back anatomy. I do. I deal what, with him once a week. So yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I feel we, for you. What, <laughs> what are we talking about? What, you know, why? You know, you got your your spinal column and and your bones in there, and the, you, you were the describing disc. discs. What what are they, and why do they become problematic? So basically, what you have, and we'll just take a small section of the spine. You have a bone on top of a bone, and in between the bone, you have what they call a disc. And basically what that disc does is it prevents or it allows to have space between the two bones so that the nerves from your spine can leave. And that, that's what causes or that's what allows your body to function. So anytime you have two bones compressing because that disc is giving out, now the, the space for that nerve to come out is compensated. And mm. that's where people develop the pain because it's the nerves that actually tell you that there's pain in your body. So when that nerve gets hit, then we have a problem. Because yeah. the disc will push out like a, they call it a slip disc or a herniated disc, yep. and it will push on this little nerve branch that comes out of your spine, exactly. right? Exactly, exactly. So, so what is the disc made out of? Uh, basically, the disc is what they call annular fibers, and they crisscross. And that crisscross of the disc, like the layers of the crisscross, allows that disc to be sturdy. But like I said, a lot of the times with just the body weight, even with the sitting and some some tra trauma, you know, that's what you guys are for, for the, for the accidents, that trauma will weaken the, the fibers. And as those fibers get weak, that's where people get tears, and that's where the disc bulges develop because of the, of the way the... Um, the the nucleus pulposus inside of which is like the water inside the disc will push out and branch out it's like yeah. almost a, i've <clears throat> had examples like a jelly donut exactly right so the inside the jelly mm -hmm. is pushing out because there's been a disruption or a trauma to the outer layer of the of the donut so now now all of a sudden i'm getting hungry you like think about a jelly donut <laughs> It's, donut, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. I haven't had any breakfast. You know what, Rob? Don't eat too many because it'll be too much weight on your stomach and bad for your back. That's, That's right. Preventative that, care. The jelly donut you eat <laughs> is bad for the jelly donut in between your vertebrae. So, <laughs> so right, okay. talk about jelly. And <laughs> yeah. So, um, and so just sitting after a while starts to you know, break down this disc? Is that what's, what's happening? It, it's just the pressure. Yeah. And so, you know, one of the things that we tell our people, because if you look at jobs nowadays, a lot of jobs are in front of a computer, a lot of IT guys out there. Um, and one of the best ways to prevent it from happening is just taking a break. You know, you take after after 40 minutes of sitting, just get up for a couple of minutes and go get water, go to the bathroom or do something like Walk. that. Yeah. yeah, I'm just, standing up right now just because of that job. <laughs> Well, all right, so now that, that does come back to Larry's uh, question that I kind of short-circuited. Yeah, on. the good question. Yeah. So um, besides just getting up from a chair and taking a little break and walking around, what else can you do to prevent uh, back issues? Yeah, strengthening your back. Okay. Uh, and that, you know, ex core. exercising, core work, you know, Pilates, things like that, where you can actually strengthen the core of, of the body. Um, John, how about also... Ergodynamic, you know, 
structuring. Oh, you know what? what? Like, where, where, Thanks. Isn't that a big word? Like <laughs> ergodynamic structuring. Ergodynamic. Okay. Anyway, but you know, for like the way your chair is, uh, you know, positioned to your desk and and something for your back. So maybe you can address that a little bit. Um, that is very important, especially because of the fact that most people do sit at their jobs. Uh, if you have a bad chair, that's going to affect you. I think one of the things that affects people the most is not necessarily the chair, but the fact of the station that they're sitting at. If you ever watch somebody when you walk into an office, their, their screen is either too high or too low. And a laptop is probably one of the worst things that you can work off of, which is what I do at home, so I'm guilty of it. Yeah. But if you look at the position of a laptop, you can't raise the screen up. Uh, the screen is at, set at one angle, so when you look at people, they look like they're just hunched over this laptop, and uh, yeah. that's what creates the neck problem I do that. for most, most people. Because you also treat necks, too. Uh, I mean, we're not many, just isolating many. to the back, exactly. but also the neck. That's true. I guess when I was thinking about back pain, I was thinking about that whole spine, all the way from the base of your head all the way down to the sacrum, you know. And that's where a lot of us just have issues along that whole uh, area of our bodies, yeah. right? Yes. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. So when you talk about core strengthening, though, what do you mean? Um, you know, uh, something simple as ab workouts, because abs help stabilize your, your back. Okay. And with, with most people, when they, have, when they have a weak abdominal area, the the, the weight is going to be mostly in the lower back. So that lower back takes so much of your pressure, to, to, does so much to hold the spine, and then it just gives out on people. So if you've got a strong core muscle, if you've got strong abdominals and you're working out, that's what's going to help with your back. It's the, it's the opposition to the back muscles. So it's a weight loss issue too, right? Because you um, have too much, too much in the, in the front. Too much in the front is, is bad for the back, yeah. Well, that's bad for everything, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's bad for your heart. Yeah, so you want to cut down on the beer, Larry. Just cut... Cut down, you know. What's two, your favorite two six beer? packs a day is just too much. Yeah, just oh, yeah. keep it to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what's your favorite beer, Rob? Uh, I, I would, I would ha have to say, and it's kind of an elitist thing here, but Anchor Steam hmm. from San Francisco. Hmm. Our uh, producers is making, she's making a face at you. Yeah, you don't like Sounds Anchor like Steam. Bad. But I anyway, just, we're getting like off it. subject. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, John. But uh, what about chairs and the and the ball things like that to your strength and your core. Those are actually really good. Those are really ball. good. Yeah, here's the reason why they're good. Um, what ends up happening when you sit on those balance ball chairs is it forces you to keep the ball in place. Now, there are some balance ball chairs where they're they're stationary. They're on a, like a stand, and they're okay. The best one to do is just keep the ball on the ground and just sit on it because you, what you'll find yourself doing is, is trying to keep yourself balanced, and throughout the day, you're actually starting to engage your core muscles. So if you can use a balance ball, use a balance ball. I mean, for sitting the, period? For, for just sitting yeah, at for your sitting desk? Period. Yeah, some people use it at their desk. Uh, oh, wow. I know guys that have it in their offices, and, and, and that's what patients sit on. Uh, but it's great. It's great for the uh, for the for the core muscles. Cause do, you, it, do you use one of those? I never sit, Rob. So oh, okay. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. But now what about sit-ups? Sit-ups. What about them? Are they okay for your back? I mean, they strengthen your core, they're, right? They're okay if you do them properly. It's like anything else. If you do something improperly, you can hurt yourself. Okay. And so how do you do it properly? Um, you know, crunches are good to do. Okay. Um, 
uh, not going way, up too high, right? Not going up all the way. You know, you see people doing a full crunch, and what ends up happening when you do a full crunch is the back will engage, and then that's where, you know, people will have hurt their back. So going all the way up is, is not good. Um, but strengthening the abs doesn't necessarily mean doing a, a sit-up. You can you can do something as easy as um, as a plank and putting weights on the low back while you do your plank. Five minutes a day, it, it strengthens your core muscle. And okay. what about stretching, John? Stretching the low back? Yes, yeah, stretching. Al- always good to do. Yeah. Always I mean, good. There's but, certain stretches that target the back and the neck? Um, yes. Uh, here's the thing with that, with stretching, though, because I have patients that, that will get in trouble with stretching. You know, people think that you stretch and you stretch and you stretch, and what ends up happening is they'll overstretch. Uh, you know what I mean? So you've got you've to understand how far you can take the, the back muscles. And so, so if you're having right, issues. I want to ask one, one thing All about right, that. I'll Hold save on one second. So let's say you're a runner or you're going to engage in any kind of sport and our audience is about to go out and run or play baseball, whatever. Is, do you stretch before the game or run? You stretch before the game. Okay. Yeah. So I've heard, it, I've heard you know, different sides of that story that you wait until afterward and then you stretch. No, the reason why you want to stretch before the game, and I mean, I know some people who do stretch after, but... Um, when, when you stretch a muscle, you actually loosen up the, mu- the muscle fibers. So to not stretch before a, an activity that's strenuous, you'll, that's where people develop injuries. You'll develop a tear, you'll develop a sprain or a strain. So you want to keep that muscle loose. It's good to have loose muscles. Okay, talking that's about loose. Go ahead, Ray. Well, you know, um, what I was uh, going to ask you is, um, you were talking about learning how to stretch properly, mm-hmm. right? So if you're having some issues already, uh, I, I take it the better thing to do is before you go off and start trying to self do this and self do that, see a professional like yourself and learn how to care for your issues. Exactly. That's, okay. that's really good. I mean, you don't have to go there after the fact. Go there before the fact, right? So what do you do then? What do you do for people? Um, just depends. It depends on what they come in with. I mean, you know, I can take a simple example as um, let's just say somebody comes in with back pain, uh, lower back pain. Um, the, what we would normally do is uh, evaluate somebody, uh, see if a, an x-ray is necessary for them. I, I like x-rays because x-rays reveal a lot. Yeah. I think it's sometimes a little dangerous to, to just start treating without knowing what's going on with somebody. Right, that um, inner anatomy. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've had cases where I'll take an x-ray and, and we've seen cancer on, on a oh, bone. Oh, wow. And to touch that is, is it's a little bit on the dangerous side. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, we'll do an x-ray, we'll do an evaluation, and, and if they are a, a, a good match for our office and we can treat them, uh, what we normally do simply is, is treat the patients with simple adjustments. And adjustments is to move the spine in the right direction so that there's, there's less pressure. Um, and the success rate is really high when we do it that way. Yeah, because a lot of people are reluctant to have that adjustment mm-hmm. or the manipulation because they're afraid that it's going to now throw out something else in their body. Right, right. So what do you, how do you um, prevent that or how do you explain that to a patient? Um, I think the simplest way, especially in our office, because we are mostly referrals. It's mostly referrals. So a lot of our patients come in knowing that we're pretty gentle. Um, I've been doing this for 17 years and like I said, we've seen so many patients um, and the experience level has been there. The the adjustments for us are really, really gentle. So it's our adjustments are very different. I can say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing jarring. There's nothing shocking. I mean, we can pretty much get it right on the setup, so it's comfortable for them when they get adjusted. And what's the theory behind that? What do you, what is why does that help 
uh, back pain. You know, here's the thing, Rob, there's really no theory behind it. Um, When I look at an x-ray, just to give you kind of an example, when I look at an x-ray and you see the body leaning in one direction, yeah, and it's supposed to look straight, for example, right? Right. Then I just push (laughs) it towards straight. Um, and because when you put it in that, that position, that's where the body's supposed to be. Right. So, there's, I mean, there's no real theory behind it. It's just putting it back to where it belongs. And when you do it that way, then the pressure comes off, the swelling goes down, and then that's where you get the pain relief. I mean, obviously not all cases are the same. Some people are more um, and acute, and some people are more chronic, and some are more severe, and some aren't. So you just have to take it on a step-by-step, patient-by-patient. Do you patient. adjust every time you see the patient? No. No, um, again, a good example is just last night, or was it last night? Yeah, yesterday, yesterday, sorry. Yesterday we had somebody who came in, um, and this kid comes in, he's a, he's a plumber, 21 years old, 21 year old plumber who lifts 150 pound um, tools for his, uh, for his right. job. Um, he's had pain for several years, and, and he's radiating down the leg. So, you know, when you have something like that, me personally, I'll take an x-ray first. I'll let, let me evaluate the x-ray before I go in and doing anything. Because the last thing I want to do is move the, the bone in, in a direction that it's not supposed to go into, and then we, that's, why, that's why people get flare-ups, because, because the, the doctor that they saw did not evaluate that person properly. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Didn't you get into this field uh, because you yourself had some issues as a young man uh, with your back? Can you tell us about that? Yes. Um, at the age of 16, I played a lot of sports, um, and I, I wasn't very smart about it. You know, you always think you're going to get better by doing things and, and doing things that you're not supposed to do. So I would, I would put weights on my ankles and run with them and jump oh, with them. Oh, man. And I blew a disc out that way, oh, um, and that 16 was, years and old. that was the end of it, man. Oh, so dude. at 16, severe back pain, um, and it wasn't just a kind of back pain where you you know you, you take a muscle relaxer and it goes away. It was debilitating, um, and to know that you have a disc bulge of, of that magnitude, uh, it yeah. was it was like a 10, oh, a 10 good. millimeter disc bulge. Um, I, I think I saw every doctor, uh, and to the point where they were going to do surgery, and then I, I saw a chiropractor finally who alleviated it um, and then over time we fixed it um, and so that's that's how I got into this whole thing is because I, wow. I saw that and I, and I realized you can actually fix a low back problem and when you were doing the chiropractic uh, training or, or learning how to be a chiropractor did you ever because you're moving people you're you're manip- you're using your body to to move someone else's spine mm-hmm. right did you ever aggravate it your aggravate your own condition doing that <laughs> <laughs> oh man um my wife is here so i've got to tell the truth yeah. and, and god's watching me too so yeah, i can't okay. lie uh yes i actually threw my back out um uh. And it was before a, a vacation that we were going to take i was rushing i had five patients left uh, it was full house um i was rushing and uh, you know, I didn't take my own advice. I always tell people, if you're going to bend over, use your knees. And I, I decided I'm just going to bend over and adjust somebody. And, and the second I did it, my back went oh. out. It was it was done. Yeah. And I remember going into panic mode because I thought to myself, 
Where was your vacation? Well, I wasn't even worried about the vacation. I was like, I got five patients left. I'm not going to make it. Um, so I, I was able to adjust this one patient and I waited for her to leave so that she doesn't see me, um, you know, just struggling. I couldn't walk forward, but I could walk backwards. Oh my. <laughs> so I walked backwards out of the room and I kind of like snuck, snuck my head out to see if anybody was looking. And I almost moonwalked to the next room. And I would just gently take care of each patient. And then when the last one left, I was down on my knees. I called my buddy who's a chiropractor and I had to go see him. So, yes, I have thrown my back out. So, John, there's some people that just don't believe in chiropractic care. You know, I hear it sometimes from Mm -hmm. our clients who don't want to go to a chiropractor. How would you address that? I I get that every week. Um, I get people that come in every week to say, I don't believe this. And and we'll ask them why. And, you know, because they always hear things. But, um... You know, the way we always address it when we talk to our patients who come in like that is, is uh, the success rate. I mean, just, just the success rate that we've had. And we don't do anything invasive. There's no surgery. There's no drugs. Um, and no our, pills. No pills. Uh, and, you know, when, when you look at the way we handle things and you explain to them that everything is just done naturally and they've got nothing to lose, um, most a majority of people will actually get it done. I think the fear that people have, uh, Larry, is it, they heard from a friend, from a friend, from a friend that chiropractors are bad. It's the same thing with attorneys, and, and because I hear it all the time in my office. They'll say, well, I don't like attorneys. I know attorneys are bad because of this and this and this. And it's just when you hear that and you never had an experience with them, it's different. I mean, just to give you an example, I've, I've known Rob for 17 years and we send a, a lot of our clients to Rob and, and, and you too, Larry, but they love you Mostly guys. me. They love you guys. <laughs> and and when, they, when they've had that experience with an attorney and it's not what they heard before, then it changes their perspective on it. Yeah. Well stated. I, I like that. Now, now you kind of segue to, over to us. And, of course, what we do is we represent folks uh, who have had some kind of calamity befall them and oftentimes do end up with a back issue because of that. And I would say that the lion's share of those people are are injured in some kind of car accident. So what is it about, uh, maybe this is outside your expertise, but but um, what is it about the mechanics of an auto collision that causes the back to become injured? Or, or neck. Or, or neck, yeah. Um, the, you've got to realize you've got a, a thousand pound or several ton pound vehicle sometimes. Um, colliding with your vehicle um, and I think Croft has a good uh, an example of this Croft they're, they're biomechanics of, of motor vehicle accidents and, and they'll show they have videos of, of five mile an hour rear end collisions and in these videos they have and I'm surprised they allowed this and they should have used test dummies but they used real people that, that wow yeah really? and when you look at the, these videos five mile an hour impacts the guy sitting there unaware of when it's going to get hit in slow motion, the neck actually whips fully back to an hyperextension, even with that, even with a headrest. Yeah. And so when you take um, a neck and you hyperextend it, the ligaments can only go so far. And we, we know that. So you're right. going to, you're going to create a sprain strain. And when it hyperflexes, meaning the seatbelt catches and the man moves forward, that's where the disc injuries come from. So even in, in you guys know this, in an accident, somebody will get rear-ended and suddenly they have a, a neck issue where the disc is, is bulged and they have tingling right. in the fingers because that hyperflexion of the neck now crushes the disc. And so, you know, you've got trauma. You've got uh, 
pressure from another vehicle that causes um, the muscles and the ligaments to overstretch and sometimes right. even tear the tear the disc. So, yeah, yeah, and the same thing can happen with the low back. I take it exactly same kind of exactly. Well, this yeah. is good stuff from a preventative standpoint and also for care where you don't want to have surgery. You don't want to take a lot of pills and get addicted to some of these serious drugs. Right. And we could we could keep talking about this forever. However, it is time for our fun fact of the day. A fun fact of the hey, day. did you know at birth a baby panda is smaller than a mouse? Did not know. Did you know that, John? I did not know that. We brought a chiropractor to, to uh, <laughs> so we could uh, talk about pandas being smaller. But you know, I know why that is. Tell you know, us, Rob. Okay, because a panda is a marsupial, which means the little tiny uh, baby panda then crawls into the pouch like a kangaroo. There you marsupial, go. Like a kangaroo, yeah. and then it crawls into the pouch, and then it it, it finishes its. Uh, what do you call it? Development. Uh, development, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, in, in the um, mother's pouch. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. Hey, now it's time for our true or false segment. And I'm going to ask John about this. Uh, this is in Utah, John. Marriage between cousins is against the law only if they are younger than 65 years old. <laughs> why, are we, why are we asking poor John all this crazy All right, Rob, stuff? you go. You no, want to no, carry the ball? Go ahead. No, John, Come you got to answer that. Is that true or false? Can, can you repeat that? You just lost me when Mar you said marriage with... Mar uh, <laughs> and why wouldn't you be lost here? <laughs> marriage between cousins is against the law only if they are younger than 65 years old. I, I think it should just be against the law, period, Larry. <laughs> that's just something. That's I don't know. Just doesn't not, it make a distinction true? first and second cousins? Uh, is I don't it know. true in Utah that you can marry your cousin if they're younger, if they're older than 65? Uh, I'm going to go, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. What do you think, Rob? I, I think that's true. That's my vote. John? True or false? I, I guess it's true over there. I'll take false just in case. It's oh, true. it's true. <laughs> All right. A lot of older cousins get married in Utah, apparently. <laughs> hey, All right. why don't we uh, check the Mandel messes box? Hey, how are you guys? This is Kevin. Well, I'm calling because I dropped my tuxedo off to get cleaned. And when I came back, I had the ticket and turned it in. And they lost my tux, man. What do I do? Can I sue them for the cost of the tux? What do you think about this, Rob? Yeah, you know, first off, Kevin, you know what you do, buddy? You you go to the dry don't don't think about suing them just yet. You go over to the dry cleaners and you say, "Man, you you lost my tux. Can you please either uh, find it or pay me for the value of my tux?" And then, then if they don't do it, I guess you can take them to small claims court. Small that's claims. Easy In California, thing. it's up to ten thousand dollars. That, yeah. That's a very expensive tux, by the way. But that that, that would I think normally you're you're renting a tux because you have some kind of special occasion to go to. I could see how, how frustrating that would be. Oh my you gosh. go there to pick up your you know you got the wedding like two days later and you go to pick up your tux and there's no tux and now you're running around trying to rent a new tux, a, a different tux. It's yeah, if they lost it, they're responsible though. Yeah, yeah. And so John, uh, Doctor John, can you tell us if you've injured your back? or your neck, uh, how does ice or heat interplay, and w which would be better for you? 
Um, on an acute injury like that, Rob, especially uh, what you guys handle accidents, um, you want to use ice. And, and the reason why you want to use ice is because after trauma, the body will become inflamed. So to actually put heat on an inflamed area is just gonna, it's gonna make it worse in the long run. So the, the healing process is slower uh, because of the fact that more swelling will develop after. So wow. and on an acute injury, something that just happened, um, especially involving a motor vehicle accident or any type, like you said, Larry, slips, falls, things like that, um, you wanna use ice. Ice is the best thing to use for that one. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. Rob, it is time to wrap up our show and sign off. And we want to thank Dr. John Austria. Really informative. Thank you, John. And how can the public, our audience, get in touch with you? Um, we are in North Hollywood, uh, Austria Chiropractic. Uh, the address is 4883 Lancashire Boulevard, and you can get a hold of our office at 818-754-0020. Say that one more time. One more time, John. 818-754-0020. Well, All look, right. we really enjoyed having you on the show, John. If you've missed any part of the show and you want to hear it again or you want to listen to our previous shows, go to brothersonlaw.com or you can go to uh, YouTube and Brothers on Law Show. Um, And to all our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in and check out our next week's show at the same time, 8 a.m., right here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.